Hello, you're listening to Drawn to the Flame. I'm your host, Frank, and this is another Think on Your Feet episode. If you're new to Think on Your Feet, it's a live play series where I'm sitting here at my table, I've got the scenario set up, and I play more or less as I would play normally, except that I'm talking to you and trying to record it. And I don't edit the episodes at all. You hear exactly what I've been thinking about. You hear exactly the choices I make. You hear the token pulls, all of that good stuff. The only thing I I normally clip out is the hugely long silences when I'm panicking. But yeah, no, I don't even actually clip those out that much, to be honest. I just just let it all hang out, as it were. So yeah, it's a Saturday morning. I'm really excited to be doing this because we're about to have Silas Marsh versus Black Stars Rise. If you've not heard the previous three Think On Your Feet episodes, that would explain how we've got to this point. So I've already spoiled it a little bit for you. We've made it to Black Stars Rise. Why not go back and listen to them? Hopefully they make sense in sequence. I really had very little to change. I only got three XP in the previous scenario. So I've added a second copy of The Big Man on Campus 2, Peter Sylvester. I've already got Charisma, and I've taken a single copy of Flair, thanks to the patrons who gave me that as a tip. I think that could be really helpful if I've not seen the big man on campus, just to to pay an experience, basically, to get him into play, soak up some horror, keep me alive. This can be quite a long scenario. So having that option to get the big man on campus, boost two of my statistics, soak up some horror, would be really good. Okay, what else do I need to say? I've set up the play area, I've shuffled my deck, I've shuffled the encounter deck. Oh, I've gained a new weakness, and it's a really nasty one for Silas. It's amnesia. So we're going to have to be really on our toes for rebuilding if we get hit by amnesia. We're probably going to see it, given how heavily I draw with this deck. So yeah, one to be aware of, to take on the chin. Maybe my aggressive draw strategy needs to be a little bit moderated if... uh, if we know it's not come up yet. Okay, sit back, relax. Let's see how we get on with this moment of truth. This is Black Stars Rise. Agenda 1A. The tide rises. Your boat docks at Port de Lovencay, but with the rising tide and torrential rain flooding the street, the boat's captain isn't keen on sticking around. He tells you he'll come back for you in the morning. You tell him not to bother. You probably won't be around by then. I I guess because Silas knows how to sail himself. But I don't think that's what's meant by this. It's five doom, and as a free trigger, the investigators spend one clue as a group, place one doom on this agenda. This effect can cause this agenda to advance. Each investigator gains two resources. Group limit once per round. Well... Placing Doom on the agenda is a dreadful idea, and no one should ever do it. And my act card is Agenda 1C. Bit strange. The ritual begins. Dark storm clouds swirl overhead. A vortex of eldritch energy rages in the centre of the storm. The ritual has begun. The gate may appear above the abbey or below it. You must choose which route to pursue and reach the gate before Hastur's agents do. Thank goodness we didn't take that oath. And I wouldn't be allowed to say that word. Another free trigger. The investigators spend a clue as a group, place a doom on this agenda. This effect can cause the agenda to advance. Each investigator draws one card. Group limit once per round. Five doom as well. I love this scenario. Two agendas. No idea what we're doing. Really just sort of all crazy about how we do things. But 
Silas is a, a pretty decent madman. He's going to give it his best shot. Our token bag. We have three skulls. They're minus X. X is the highest amount of doom on an agenda in play. Uh, we don't have cultists. We don't have elder things. But we also have two tablets. Reveal another token. If you fail, place one doom on each agenda. Now that's a nasty one. Let's draw opening hand. Unexpected courage. Perception. Survival instinct. Fire axe. Amnesia, which I set to one side, and live and learn. <laughs> well, no allies, no flashlight. The perception is maybe useful, but barely. I'm somewhat tempted to chuck the live and learn, the survival instinct, maybe the unexpected courage. And do I chuck the perception as well to just draw into even more things? That's the, the question for me. I keep the axe, I think. I only run two copies of Axe, my only weapon in the deck. But yeah, what about that perception? Hmm, I'm going to chuck it. I'm going to go big. And I draw into a quick thinking, a stunning blow, take heart and guts. On balance, if I hadn't chucked the perception, I wouldn't have got the guts. I could maybe be getting a clue that way. So maybe I should have kept the perception. But the decision has already been made and there's no use crying over shuffled-in cards. There's a couple of things that are worth taking a look at as well before we dive in. The Abbey Church, which is one of the edge locations, says that the path leading into the Abbey Church is blocked as an additional cost for you to enter the Abbey Church. Investigators at Broken Steps must spend three clues as a group. So it would be good to try and get three clues. I do know that there's some XP in this lower section of the map. So if I can get set up that I can be passing intellect tests reliably enough, that would be nice. And I could maybe scoop up some XP and prepare myself to sprint into the broken steps and up to the Abbey Church. What else? Well, that starting hand with X, quick thinking and stunning blow. Potentially, I have the chance to sort of bounce into some bonus actions. But we better not hold my breath about that, really. Okay, deck shuffled. Got a marker to see if I've used Silas's ability. Porte de l'Avancée. This gateway serves as an entrance to the Grand Rue during high tide, when a boat is the only means of reaching the city. Three shroud. One clue. Double action. Move one doom from one agenda deck to the other, then place two clues on Porte de l'Avancée. Okay. Somewhat odd. Well, how about this? I play the axe. I investigate committing take heart. If I fail, I leave the take heart committed and it draws me a couple of other cards and it leaves me one action spare potentially to play an ally if I've drawn an ally or to move on or to try and get the clue again. Okay, yeah. First action X. Pay one. Second action investigate with take heart. I'm a two on three. Minus two. I'm going to fail. I'll leave take heart committed. And if this test fails, the performing investigator draws two cards. It's a fire axe and a Peter Sylvester and gains two resources, taking me up to six. I mean, last action, I think I get Peter down for three. So Flair, unless we're looking for Madame Lebranche, is going to just be a wild icon, but that's not the end of the world. Okay, upkeep. I get a resource and I draw a card, which is the man in the pallid mask. So he is going one, two, one, two, three up in the Abbey Church. And we go to turn two. Well, Silas is a nautical fellow, isn't he? 
I believe we think the ritual is all about the tide. So I'm going to I'm going to dive onto agenda 1A, the A side and put a doom there and we'll we'll stick with that for a little bit see how we get on. My first encounter card is Twisted to His Will. Revelation if there's no doom in play, Twisted to His Will gave surge where was one. Otherwise test willpower one. If you fail, discard two cards from your hand at random. I have Stunning Blow, Fire Axe, Guts, and Quick Thinking in hand. I don't think I want to commit any of those. Although I'm probably not committing any of them later in the turn. I'll commit Guts. And maybe I can pull it back. Five on one. Minus four. Well, well, well. I can leave the Guts committed. I don't lose two more cards from my hand. And they get a card. That is what I'm going to do. And it's lucky. Okay. Quick thinking, fire axe, stunning blow, lucky in hand. It would be nice to try and get this clue. I could try with my lucky. Seems a little bit of a waste of lucky. Do I draw cards and try and draw into a flashlight? Yes, I think that's the play here. It's worth noting I've actually been playing Silas as well myself, a separate campaign, my Forgotten Age campaign. And he's a complete beast, a complete powerhouse. But what I need to remember is that I don't have all of the cards that I have in that deck in this deck. And there's a lot of level zero cards in this. And this is still a Dark Horse deck. My Forgotten Age Silas has has transitioned away from Dark Horse. So yeah, it's worth bearing in mind. I do have Amnesia. This hand is not too bad to lose. So first action draw. It's Madame Lebranche. Second action draw. It's Amnesia. Mm, I think I lose Madame. Stunning blow, quick thinking. I think I just keep the lucky. The lucky is so flexible that, yeah, I think I do that. And last action draw, it's a second copy of Guts. Okay, upkeep, second copy of Madame Lebranche. Doom, let's commit to the Tide Rises, Agenda 1A. And I draw Spires of Carcosa, Revelation. Attach to your location, then place two Doom on that location. If there's no Doom on attached location, discard Spires of Carcosa. And as an action, I can investigate if I succeed instead of discovering clues here. Remove one doom from attached location. Well, that is pretty nasty. As it stands now, Agenda 1A is about to advance unless we can get rid of some of that doom. And can we? I mean, I have to pull a minus one or better to Lucky just to get rid of the doom. Hmm. A perception would help. Flashlight would help for the clue. Maybe we just take that on the chin and we accept that we're losing some turns. I suppose we could put... Some doom on Agenda 1C now as well. We could just sort of hedge a little bit. I think I still draw cards. First action draw. Nautical Prowess. Okay. So I could investigate with Nautical Prowess, committing it. Try and get rid of a doom. It'd be a four on three. Lucky in hand. Pull it back to hand, hopefully. Go again. Maybe get a clue. I wouldn't pull it back to hand then, but I would have cleared some stuff. Or I draw and then I clear one doom with Nautical Prowess. I'll do that. Second action, draw. It's Dark Horse. And third action, investigate, committing nautical prowess. That makes me a four on three. This is the Spires test. Minus one. So I've drawn a minus. I can draw a card with nautical prowess and then pull it back to my hand, at which point I'll be a one on three and I can play lucky. So I'll draw a card with nautical prowess. Survival instinct. I'll pull nautical prowess back to hand and I'll play lucky. For one, pass that test and get rid of a doom. Okay, cool. Upkeep. The thing that follows. Furthest location is the Abbey Church. Five resources. Little hand reminder. Dark Horse, Madame Lebranche. 
and then three skills, Guts, Survival Instinct, and Nautical Prowess. Doom, we could keep committing to the Tide That Rises because we earned ourselves a bit of time from Spires of Carcosa. I'm not sure about that. We've got, so far, our Doubt and Conviction, I think, is two Doubt and no Conviction. So I think we're on track for a no Doubt, no Conviction run because I think you have to be lower than six to get that. But it would be nice to go with Conviction. So I'm going to chuck this on Agenda 1A again. Encounter draw is Black Stars Rise. Revelation, Test Intellect 4. If you fail, you must either place one Doom on the current agenda or take one Horror for each point you fail by. Ugh. If I chuck Nautical Prowess to this, and then I commit it to get rid of a Doom, that's Nautical Prowess gone. I think I just take this on the chin, and maybe I put the Doom on 1C. Minus 1. So that would be 3 Horror. I could put 2 of it on Peter and 1 of it on me. Let's do that. 2 on Peter. One on me. Black Star's Rise goes. Okay, I'm on five resources. If I'm LeBranche, Dark Horse, I can then tap LeBranche for a resource if I want to. And I can also try and clear a Doom. So, let's proceed. Five resources. I'm now broke. I'll investigate to clear a Doom. Committing Nautical Prowess. Three, four, five on three. Tablet. Reveal another. Skull, minus three. Okay, if I fail in placing a Doom on each agenda, which is dreadful, but I've drawn a negative modifier, the minus three Skull, so I can add two Wild, and that would make me a five, seven on three, with the minus three is a four on three, which means I clear Spires. Nautical Prowess, alas, is gone after two investigates, and then I'll tap Madame Lebranche for a resource, and in upkeep I draw quick thinking, and I get another resource, but I've gone a little bit too quickly because the thing that follows hunts to broken steps. Mm, mythos. I'll put a doom on Agenda 1A, and I draw Crashing Floods. Revelation, if it's Agenda 1A, uh, I'll take a damage and lose an action. This is an Agility 3 test. I won't commit anything. Five on three. Tablet again. <laughs> Minus three. Fail. No lucky in hand. Doom on each agenda. So that takes us up to five doom. That's okay because it was the witching hour. But I also take a damage and lose an action. I take the damage on Madame Labranche. So one of the horror has healed from Peter. I'm on one horror myself. Peter's on a horror and there's a damage on Madame Labranche. Right. A flash knight is very necessary. I've only got two actions. First action draw. It's dark horse. Second action draw. It's dreams of the deep. And that is the end of my turn. So I reveal it and take two damage. Nasty turn. The thing that follows hunts to the Grand Rue. Upkeep. I draw a flashlight. And I go up to three resources. Okay. Hand. Flashlight. Dark horse. Quick Thinking Guts, Survival Instinct, and Dreams of the Deep. I'll place the Doom on 1A, which means we've got six Doom there and one Doom on 1C, and that means we've hit the threshold in advance. That's nice. All the Doom on the threshold, on the agenda, before we've even made a move. But I'm not going to panic. Sometimes I panic at this situation. I've not done anything. If I can get the flashlight down, potentially we can start just beasting through things. The draw will power us on. We can maybe even throw that dreams in the deep into attacking the thing that follows and we'll just push on so i shouldn't i shouldn't panic yet okay advancing red dawn's surmise 
The tide continues to rise rapidly, the outer walls of the village assaulted by hurricane-force winds and freezing rain. The storm only grows in intensity as the evening turns to night. Soon, the tide water will completely flood the city. Shuffle the encounter discard pile and both the set-aside copies of Tidal Terror into the encounter deck. Check the current C agenda. If Agenda 1C has two or fewer Doom on it, mark one Conviction in your campaign log. Yes, Conviction it is. Agenda 2A. Let the storm rage. The angry sea continues to barrage the island. Waves crash against the walls, and the rain pelts the rooftops. Is the rising sea the key to opening the path? If so, you've no choice but to let the storm rage on. Each copy of Ancient Evils gains Surge, the same free trigger about spending a doom and a clue, rather, to put a doom, and six doom this time. My encounter card is a swift Bayaki, which engages me. Well, here is a little bit of a conundrum. The Bayaki is on me. I could start chopping it up and I'll take a hit from the thing that follows. Or I evade the Bayaki, move in, kill the thing that follows, goes back in my deck. Or if I can kill the Bayaki in two swings of the axe, I could clear Dreams of the Deep perhaps on that. And then last action, I would just be consolidating somewhat to try and get my flashlight back out and I'd accept a hit from the thing that follows. It's all slightly piling up in hand. Do you have a survival instinct? I could try and evade the Bayaki. The Bayaki is just going to... Because it because the Bayaki hunts so far, so it says forced when Swift Bayaki would move, instead move it one location at a time until it enters its prey's location. Hunting, evading it is not that useful because it's always going to end up back on you in two turns' time. So I think we try and kill the Bayaki. So I'm going to spend all of my resources. That makes me a 10 on 2, and I'll commit Quick Thinking to be 11 on 2, and Dreams of the Deep to be 9 on 2. Minus 3, pass, 2 damage. And that makes me a six on two. If I leave quick think- thinking committed, I get an extra action. So I'd still have three actions left. I'm going to do that. And then I'll tap Madame Lebranche for a resource. And I'll attack again, spending that resource, making me a six on two. Minus two, dead by a key. I've got two actions left. My options are that I spend the actions to get resources to play this flashlight, or that I move in on the thing that follows now, and I could even take a swing at it, four on three. Yeah, let's do it. Five on three, because I have no resources. I was forgetting Dark Horse then. More Samichelle's main road courses around the abbey, lined with shops and homes for fishermen and farmers. One shroud, one clue. Forced, after you succeeded a skill test by one or less while investigating Grand Rue, place one doom on the agenda with the most doom. Ugh. Five on three, kill the thing that follows. Minus one. Dead thing. Pause for shuffling. Okay. I'm almost tempted to try and get this clue and just never go back to Port de Lovance now, if possible. And then nip round the outer wall in the North Tower, hope that there are clues there, and just, just go from there. We've got... Lost Soul and The Thing in our deck for weaknesses. We probably have got about half our deck now. I feel like if we can just knuckle down, we can power through this, but it's always a knife edge, isn't it? Okay, 
That was my four actions because of quick thinking. Upkeep, I draw. Take heart. Madame Lebonche readies. I'm on one resource. We'll put the doom on Agenda 1C, so that's on two now. Encounter is Tidal Terror. Spawn Port de l'Avancée or Chapel of Saint-Aubert. Well, the chapel isn't in play, so it's going in the port. Okay, this is one that we're going to keep running from, I think. If we can loop back around to the Grande Rue. Hmm. I think we push on from this clue. and Maybe we come back and evade the Tidal Terror. I know sometimes I move away from things, but staying here to take another hit is nuts. Moving back there to evade won't generate me anything. So yeah, I want to find a place that I can take heart. So I'm going to move to the outer wall. The outer wall of the city defends it from the wrath of the tides and also from conquering invaders. Four shroud, one clue. While the current C agenda has more doom on it than the current A agenda, double the number of skill icons on cards committed to skill tests at the outer wall. Okay, well, it, this is, A is zero and C is two, so that's the case. Waves slam against the stone walls, water spraying onto the pathways above. If you don't act quickly, even these stalwart walls won't be able to stop the rising tide. Second action I will investigate with Take Heart Committed. I am a two on four. Minus one. Fail. I'll leave Take Heart Committed, and that draws me a lucky and a second flashlight and gains me two resources. And I'm going to spend those two resources straight away to play one of these two flashlights. The tidal terror hunts to Grande Rue. There's really nowhere I can run from it now. Upkeep, I draw the thing that follows that spawns in the Abbey Church yet again. And I will take a resource and go to two. Mythos, we're at three doom on one C. Or do I hedge? No, I'll put one doom on two A. And I draw twisted to his will. Okay, this is a willpower three test now. I'm a three on three with Peter. And I'll commit this Guts to be 5 on 3, and this Dark Horse to be 6 on 3. Minus 4. Shall I be lucky? 3, 4, 5, 6 on 3. 2 on 3. Yes, I'll pay 1 and be lucky. I'll leave the Guts and everything else committed, because I want the card as well, which is a perception. That is useful. Okay, some thinking. Hand is flashlight, survival instinct, perception. I could investigate here, commit the perception, which would be a plus four, and I could drop the shroud. Then I could move onto the tidal terror and evade it with survival instinct, allowing me to move, which could bounce me up to the north tower, and I could investigate there. Or I could save the survival instinct and just try and evade it and try and get the clue on Kong Hu. Maybe that's better. I definitely will try and get this clue. I can't leave without a clue. So I'll investigate. I'm a two on two. C agenda is two doom, A agenda is one doom, so committing perception is plus four. Six on two. Plus one. I will trigger my ability to pull perception back to my hand. I've not done that yet. And I get a clue. The second action, I'll move back to the conjure. And third action, I'll try to evade five on two. Hmm. Is that the right play? I miscounted a, an action because I want the clue here as well. Next turn I would evade, clue, move on to the thing that follows. Yeah, fine. Five on two it is. Skull, that's a minus two, evaded. Enemy phase, the thing that follows hunts to broken steps. Upkeep, 
I draw a second copy of Peter. Mythos. Let's go even on Doom. Two and two. Encounter card is Mysterious Chanting. Place two Doom on the nearest cultist enemy. If there are no cultist enemies in play, search the encounter deck and discard pile for a cultist enemy and draw it. Well, Mana Palomask is Humanoid Elite, Monster Curse, and Monster. That's my options. So I suppose we get an Acolyte. We're going to get hit this turn. <laughs> I think it's hard not to. Any empty location. So we're on two Doom on Agenda 2A and two Doom on Agenda 1C. The Acolyte dying would be nice. So we could put it in the North Tower, and I could evade with survival instinct the Tidal Terror, moving up to North Tower, kill the Acolyte, and then maybe investigate there and accept that I take a hit from the thing that follows. I wonder if North Tower has two clues. I'm not sure if it ever does, but that would be useful as a way of never coming back to Kongu. Just don't think that's the case, though. As ever, made a right pig's ear. So yes, Acolyte North Tower. I like that play nicely enough. But we'll give it a try. So I'll evade and I'll commit survival instinct. That makes me a six on two on the tidal terror. Zero. I'll leave survival instinct attached. If the skill test is successful during an evasion attempt, the evading enemy may immediately disengage from each other enemy and may move to a connecting location. So I move up to North Tower. The North Tower along the outer wall overlooks the town on one side and the tumultuous waters on the other. Freezing rain has made this path slippery and dangerous to follow. Four shroud, one clue. While the current A agenda has more doom on it than the current C agenda, reduce the difficulty of each skill test in North Tower by one. Wet stone steps lead higher up the path towards the abbey. Above, black storm clouds threaten to overtake the island. Second action. Let's chop this acolyte, spending two resources, which makes me broke. And a four, five, six, seven, eight, nine on three. Minus three, dead acolyte. Third action, spend a flashlight charge to be two on two and commit this perception to be four on two. Minus one, leave perception committed. Gain clue, draw, live and learn. Okay, fine. Just keep it together, friend. And then in the enemy phase, the thing that follow hunts onto me. Its horror goes on Peter. Its damage goes on me. I'm up to three. And in upkeep, the tidal terror readies. I draw another perception. Cool. And I will take a resource. Oh, I could have tapped Madame Lebranche to go up to two resources. Do I want to? I'm going to need to replay Flashlight. Yes, I'll do it. Let's place a doom on agenda two. Uh, 1c an encounter is black stars rise okay Ugh. hmm test intellect four i could commit perception to this let me remind you of my hand peter sylvester flashlight perception and live and learn yeah if i commit perception to it oh i've made a i could have lowered the difficulty of that test if i put the doom elsewhere doesn't matter i've done it now so yeah i could put perception in and i'd be a four on four and I could pull Perception back. That's the only skill in my hand. So I could then maybe play it at Grand Rue. Evade, move, evade. Man, there's going to be a lot of evading still to go. Ugh. Kill, move, evade, I think. Yeah, I'll chuck the Perception in. Four on four. Minus two. I'll pull the Perception back and fail by four. And I'll place a Doom on Agenda one, uh, 2A. 
I know I'm slightly letting that trickle up, but just trying to keep skulls as minus threes. I'll try to chop up the thing that follows, spending two resources, making me a nine on three. Minus three, dead thing that follows. It's so coming back, isn't it? There's no point in moving into broken steps, so I will step down onto the tidal terror second action. Hmm. How about I take a resource from Lebranche and I start chopping this guy up? Next turn I could then chop it. It would be the same number of actions. And the resource I would be 7 on 4 chopping. Let's do it. So tap Lebranche for a resource, spend that resource straight away. 7 on 4 chopping, not committing anything. Skull, which is a minus 3, which means the hit lands. Hmm, maybe I should have killed it sooner. I've only evaded it once, so I've not... It's not like I've sunk loads of actions into it. And at the end of my turn, Peter Sylvester heals fully. And then he takes two horror from the Tidal Terror. And I take the damage, taking me to four damage. Upkeep, I draw the thing that follows. Uh, furthest away is Abbey Church. Still, Mythos, we put a Doom on Agenda 1C. We're at four or five there. And I draw Spires of Carcosa. Perfect. That is going to get wiped momentarily. And this is the perfect turn to investigate at Grand Rue. But first, I need to try and kill the Tidal Terror. I'll spend my one resource to be seven on four. Zero. Dead Tidal Terror. Okay. Keep it together, Frank. I'll spend my last flashlight charge to investigate here. Two on one, three on one, uh, three on zero, because I have Dark Horse and I've used the flashlight charge. Zero. I've succeeded by more than one, so I don't place a doom, and I get that clue. And last action, I will move to the broken steps. Bolts of lightning silhouette the abbey above. A path of long winding steps leads up the hill, branching into multiple routes as you draw nearer the abbey. Four shroud. After you enter broken steps, you must either lose one action or draw the topmost omen treachery in the discard pile which is Black Star's Rise. I can't lose an action because it's my last action. So I draw Black Star's Rise. I'm a three on four. Do I commit perception? The horror would be dreadful. I could just place the Doom on the current agenda because this doesn't say this can cause it to... Oh no, it does say it can cause it to advance. Damn. I'll commit the perception. Five on four. Skull. <laughs> That's minus four. So I'm going to be one on four if I leave it committed. Or I place the Doom on Agenda 2A and it doesn't advance then. And then Spires wipes and Agenda 1C advances this turn. Let's... So let me just work that out again. So Agenda 2A is on three of six Doom. Agenda 1C is on four of five Doom, which is why this Skull is a minus four. So I was a five on four and now I'm a one on four. So I could take three horror if I leave perception committed. Peter's already on two horror, and I'm on one. I mean, I could put one on Madame Lebranche, but it would be getting dicey. I'm about to take a hit from the thing that follows. So I think I pull perception back, and I fail zero on four. I can either take four horror or place one doom. So I'll place the doom, and I'll put it on agenda 2A. Oh, no, because that then will... I have to put it on... 1c because if i put it on 2a the two doom on spires of carcosa triggers and i miss out what a pig's ear okay let's face it i'm putting it there then so 
when we count Doom in play, there's five on 2A because of the two on Spires and there's seven on 1C. So all of that Doom, including the two Doom on Spires, gets removed and we advance. Blue Star's demise. As the Vortex grows in size and force, so too does its pull on reality. Debris and rubble start to float upwards, pulled into the terrible void. A thunderous crash shakes the island to its very core. Soon the whole city will be destroyed by this maelstrom. Shuffle the encounter discard pile and both the set-aside copies of Rift Seeker into the encounter deck. Check the current A agenda. Well, if it's not agenda 1A, it's not, it's 2A, we don't get any doubt or conviction. Agenda 2C. The entity above. The whirlwind over the island continues to rage. Blinding flashes of lightning and deafening thunder assault your senses. Is the vortex above the key to opening the path? If so, you've no choice but to beckon the entity closer. Each monster enemy gets plus one fight. And that includes the thing that follows. And then there's the same free trigger ability and six doom. But this, <laughs> this wasn't the mythos phase. And like, I should take a deep breath now. It's getting a little bit scary. So at the end of my turn, Peter Sylvester heals a horror. Madame Labranche has one damage. Peter has one horror. I've taken four damage and one horror. I will tap Madame Labranche for a resource as well before the end of the turn. And then enemy phase thing that follows hunts onto me and hits me for a damage and a horror. The horror goes on Peter. I think I take the damage. I'm up to five. And upkeep, I draw a resourceful and I will take a second resource. So I could resourceful into a take heart, a survival instinct, a lucky, a stunning blow, or even the other copy of Madame Labranche. There are choices. For Doom, I'll place it on 2C, and a little hand reminder, I'm on resourceful perception, live and learn, flashlight, Peter Sylvester. Three Doom on 2A, one Doom on 2C. Encounter is Worlds Merge. Revelation test willpower three. If you fail, and Agenda 2C is in play, I take two horror and discard two cards from my hand. Hmm. I'm a three on three. I think I commit this second copy of Peter and this copy of Live and Learn to be a five on three. Tablet. Draw again. Skull minus three. I'm taking two horror and discarding two cards from my hand. Well, I have to discard the perception, the resourceful, because this flashlight, I think, is vital. And the horror, I'll put one on me, I'm on two horror, and one on Madame Lebranche. <laughs> First action, chop the thing that follows. Second action, move into the Abbey Church, and then see how we get on. Yeah. The thing that follows is a four fight now. Or do I evade it this turn? I'm a five on three evading. I think I chop it just for the the swing. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine on four. Skull minus three. Thing that follows shuffles into my very slim deck. And as I shuffle, let's look at the Abbey Church. The path leading to the Abbey Church is blocked. As an additional cost for you to enter the Abbey Church, investigators at broken steps must spend three clues as a group. Have three clues. They are spent. You'll have to find a path not blocked by debris and rubble in order to reach the Abbey. It's three shroud, one clue. If there are two engenders in play with different agenda numbers, it gets plus two shroud. Well, at the moment, they're both agenda two, so no. And forced when it's revealed, put the set aside Kurgothique. Knights Hall, Cloister, Chapel of Saint-Aubert, and Abbey Tower locations into play. So I've done that. 
Chapel of Saint Aubert and Abbey Tower both read that the way into them is locked or hidden, and I can't enter the chapel unless I found a guide, and the tower unless I found a tower key. And then I can also move to Kergothic or Cloister or Knight's Hall. I've got one action left. I have one card which is flashlight, no resources. I think I move into Knight's Hall. Rows of symmetrical stone pillars give this hall a sense of calm serenity that clashes with the torrent outside. It's two shroud and one clue. If there are no clues on it, investigate. Investigate using agility instead of intellect. If you succeed, remember that you found the tower key. And then I'll tap Labranche for a resource. And upkeep draws me an unexpected courage. And I get a second resource setting me up to play flashlight. I'll place my doom on 2C. So we're 3-2 for doom. My encounter card is ancient evils. Well, I'll even the doom out three on each. And that surges into crashing floods. So this will be two damage and losing two actions. I'm a five on three, and I'll commit unexpected courage to be seven on three. Tablet. Oh, the tension. Minus one. I'll pull back unexpected courage. So I'm a four on three, no damage, no lost actions. First action, I'll play my... Second flashlight for two. Broke. Second action, I'll investigate. I'm a three on zero. Minus one. Clue. And third action, I think I should try and get this tower key. So that makes me a five on two because I'm using agility. But six because of Dark Horse. Six on two. Tablet. Oh, my word. Six on two. Come on. Tablet. Not this time. Six on two. Minus one. Oh, wow. So brutal. Okay, I found a tower key. That was maybe the best turn of the game so far. I'll tap Labranche for a resource. Upkeep, I get a second resource and I draw a flare. Useless really at the moment. My other two copies are in the discard pile. Which way are we committing? The storm or the entity above? We're three doom on each. I, I'll put it on 2A. Silas likes water. What can I say? My encounter card is marked by the sign. It's peril. Revelation, test willpower two. If you fail, take two horror. Ooh, and Peter would be fully healed by now, which is nice. Is that right? I would have healed one last turn and one this turn. Yeah. So peril, revelation, test willpower two. If you fail, take two horror. If the man in the pallet mask is in play, horror dealt by this effect is considered direct horror. And this test has plus two difficulty. Well, I'm on two horror already, so I'd be up to four horror. That looks terrifying. I'm three on four. If I commit flare, I'm four on four. And I'll commit unexpected courage and be six on four. Elder sign! Yes! Okay, if I pull unexpected courage back to hand, I'm still passing. That would be four on four. And I can commit anything with willpower icons. So I could commit guts, but I think I'll commit nautical prowess for another plus two. It won't draw me a card now because the elder sign is not a negative, but it'll get that into my hand. The other option is guts, which would draw me a card. But I think nautical prowess has such flexibility that I'll take that. In theory, I could hunt for the man in the pallid mask now. But I think, because I'm on four tally marks, I think I would need two further tally marks for it to make any difference. So I don't think it's worth it. So the question is, where do I go? Because I'm close to the cloister, I'm tempted to move into the cloister, see what's in there, and maybe try and clear that out. 
And then that sets me up to decide which way I go to the chapel or the abbey tower. So first action, move to cloister. The open arcade of the cloister is normally restricted to the monastery's monks and religious leaders, but with the abbey seemingly abandoned, it takes little effort for you to sneak your way in. A lone monk patrols the covered wall, surrounding himself in whispered prayer. He doesn't seem to notice the storm threatening to tear the abbey down. Two shroud, one clue. Action, if there are no clues on cloister, parlay. Test willpower three, if you succeed, remember you found a guide. Okay, second action, I'll spend a flashlight charge. I'm a two on zero. Minus three, pass, get that clue. Do I try and parlay three on three? I could chuck nautical prowess in, but I won't get it back. I could chuck unexpected courage in, but I won't get it back. I think last action, draw. It's the thing that follows and it spawns all the way down in the port. Upkeep, I draw. Oh, and then that means it then hunts to Cronru. Upkeep, I draw resourceful. I will go up to three resources. Let's put a Doom on Agenda 2A, which makes it a five. Ugh, mythos. Spawn of Harley, which engages me. 442, preys on the most horror, definitely me, retaliates, and after I successfully invade Spawn of Harley by two or less, take a horror. Ugh. Well, the parlay in here I can do. Doesn't, you know, I can parlay even when engaged. To do that parlay, I would be a three on three, and I could chuck nautical prowess to be a five on three and unexpected courage to be seven on three. So I could parlay, I could evade spawn and I could move. Or shall I evade spawn and chuck resourceful in and try and get a lucky back? Yes, let's do that. So evading the spawn, I'm a four, five, five on two, six on two with resourceful. And I'm going to chuck in... No, I'm going to just gamble. Six on two. Skull, minus five. Ah! Do I rescue resourceful? Would be good. But I also want to rescue nautical prowess. Ugh. I'm really stuck. Or do we just gamble? We try and evade again. And we just leave. And then we'll see when Agenda 2A advances whether we're going on the right path. But if we're on the wrong path, we'll have to come back in here, evade the spawn, try and parlay. It's quite the gamble. I'd be adding two actions to it, the move out and the move back. If I stay, I could pull Resourceful back and try and evade again, and I could try and parlay. Yeah, so I'd pull Resourceful back. I'm going to commit Resourceful and Unexpected Courage this time. Five, six, seven, eight on two. Plus one. Wow. Resourceful will get me... Sorry, so, so negative, isn't it? A lucky. The spawn is evaded by definitely more than two or less. And I stay put here and try and parlay. I'm a three on three and I'll commit nautical prowess to be a five on three. Elder sign! Yes! Okay, so I can't do anything with nautical prowess. I have to leave that committed because I've already pulled back resourceful. I could commit a guts to this test, a quick thinking to this test, quick thinking to this test. Yes. <laughs> okay. So let's let's work this out. I think I've got this right. At the moment, I'm a five on three. I've drawn Elder Sign. I'm leaving Nautical Prowess committed because I can't. I've already used my pullback on the resourceful. But I'll commit quick thinking, which makes me a six on three, which means I succeed by one, uh, see, see by three. So I get an extra action. Quick thinking comes to my hand. I've found a guide. And I will use that last action to move back to the Abbey Church. Enemy phase, the thing that follows hunts the broken steps. Upkeep, a draw, lost soul. 
I have more doubt than conviction, two to zero. No, two to one now. So I have to test intellect X, where X is my willpower. Intellect of two against the willpower of three. I could chuck quick thinking and be a three on three, but I think I'm just taking the damage. So then I'm just going for it. Zero! <laughs> Fail! Because I could have chucked quick thinking. Okay, two damage. Do I go up to seven or is it time to kill the branche? I take one on me and I kill the branche. Six. There we go. Lost soul is gone. Taking my resource. Doom. Let's put it on agenda 2A. And hopefully this will guide us. That takes us to six. We flip. The path to Carcosa. The ritual is almost complete. All that is left is to find the gate and step through. Remove the remainder of this agenda deck and replace it with the set-aside Act 3A. Advance to that Act card. Act 3A. Opening the path below. Tidewater churns around the walls of the city. Layers of reality unfold. Reflected in the depths below, you can see the twisted spires of Carcosa. You've no choice but to dive in. If each undefeated investigator is at Chapel of Saint-Aubert and there are no clues on that location, advance. We lucked out there, guys. We lucked out because we stayed and got the guide. And that is the way we want to go down to the chapel. But let's see what our encounter card is and then we can make a plan. It's a Rift Seeker. Three fight, three evade, four health. Forced, after Rift Seeker attacks you, you must either take one additional damage and one additional horror or place one doom on each agenda. Action, place one doom on each agenda in play and take two horror, parlay, discard Rift Seeker. Ugh. Cards in hand are just a lucky and a quick thinking. And we've got the thing that follows about to come for us. Now, uh, decision point. This means that the Abbey Tower has two XP, but I have one flashlight charge, no perceptions. The other flashlight's in the bin. I've got three cards left in my deck, which are two Eureka and I think the second Unexpected Courage. Just look in the discard pile. Yeah, the second Unexpected Courage. So nice icons. And I have this Rift Seeker on me. It would be lovely to get the victory point here at the Abbey Church, wouldn't it? I could be a three on one if I've done some chopping. Chop, chop, clue, move. So I would chop, I'd put all of my resources into it and chuck a quick thinking to try and land a big hit on this enemy. Oh, the Rift Seeker is a four fight as well. And I don't have Labranche to tap and power up again. So I could go spend two resources on a quick thinking. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine on four. That's nice. Hopefully get an extraction, then chop again. Leaves very little room for error, doesn't it? What about if it just evaded, investigated, moved? Evasion, I'm five on four. Chucked a quick thinking to be six, and I have the lucky in hand. Let's do that. Six on four. Minus one, five on four. I'll leave quick thinking committed just to pass. No, wait. I can pull it back. I will pull it back. That means I'm a five on four, which makes me a four on four, which means this guy's evaded. Yeah, I was leaving it committed thinking I get an action. I won't. Then flashlight, which makes me a three on one. I'll commit quick thinking again. Four on one. Minus two, which makes me a two on one. I'll get that clue. And last action, I'll move into the chapel. Three shroud and two clues. You can only discover clues in San uh, Chapel of Santa Boy if you have three or fewer remaining sanity, which I do. And as an action, you can take up to three horror. In the water below, you can see the spires of Carcosa. You're almost there. You need only open the gate. 
Okay, two clues to get. Enemy phase, thing that follows hunts into the Abbey Church to join the Man in the Pallid Mask and the Rift Seeker, where they would love to be dynamite blasted. Upkeep, I draw unexpected courage. I won't take a resource. Three is fine. Doom, four doom. Encounter card, marked by the sign. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, I'm a three on four. I'll commit unexpected courage and be a five on four. Zero. Leave that it committed. Pass the test. Okay. Two on threes getting these clues though and about to be attacked by thing that follows. How do I proceed? I'm going to take the hit from thing that follows, definitely. I think I draw. I commit the Eureka that I'm going to draw. Yeah, it's a Eureka. Commit it to be three on three, hoping to lucky. Elder sign. Oh my goodness, the timing is great. So the Eureka stays committed. I get one of the two clues. I'd look at the top three cards of my deck, which is Eureka, so I get that. But I think I also commit to this test, Nautical Prowess, which comes back to my hand. Can I finish it this turn? Almost certainly, if I can pass this test. Last action. I'll commit the second Eureka I had to be three on three, and Nautical Prowess to be five on three, with a lucky in hand. Minus four, which makes me a one on three. I can just add the two icons with Nautical Prowess to make that a plus two. Or I could play the lucky, but there are no clues now on Chapel of Saint Albert, which means we advance to Carcosa. Only you can stop Hasta from escaping his prison. You dive into the churning waters and open the path to Carcosa, the realm of madness. Resolution one. Phew. Last card in deck. <laughs> oh, I thought we'd fluffed it down there, down in the lower town. I thought we were a goner. We've made it, R1. We've got three XP, I think. Two from the North Tower and the Outer Wall, one from the Abbey Church. Three is fine. <laughs> I think a test of will, two test of wills maybe, or a test of will and an upgraded lucky, something like that. Something simple. Okay, join me momentarily for the finale of Calvin and Silas's Path to Carcosa. Scenario 8. Dim Carcosa. Silas swims to the edge of the water and throws himself upon the rocky shore, gasping for air. He lies there for some time, utterly exhausted. Every muscle in his body aches. Before him lies a desolate expanse of plain. In the distance, the alien spires of a warped city rise into the clouds. Behind him, the dark surface of the lake from which he'd emerged reflects the glare of two suns. When he peers back into the murky depths, he sees no sign of the chapel where he'd made the leap, or of Mont Saint-Michel, or even of Earth. This is Carcosa, the realm of madness in the stars, where Hasta reigns supreme. Agenda 1A. Madness coils. And now, far away, over leagues of tossing cloud waves, I saw the moon dripping with spray, and beyond, 
The towers of Carcosa rose behind the moon. Robert Chambers in the court of the dragon, the king in yellow. Hastur cannot be defeated. Forced, if there is at least three damage on Hastur, advance this agenda. Seven Doom. Act 1A. In Lost Carcosa. You have opened the path to Carcosa in order to stop those who wish to free Hester from his prison in the stars. Only you can put an end to this madness. Two clues. When the investigators have collected the requisite number of clues, they must immediately spend them and advance. Skulls are minus two, minus four instead if you have no sanity remaining. Cultists are reveal another token if you fail, take a horror. And tablets are minus three if you fail and Hester is in play. Place one clue on your location from the token bank. I haven't taken a test of will. Hi guys, it's me really, despite my serious voice, because I realise I can take will, uh, true, true Survivor, True Survivor and get three and eight cards back. So no test of will, no stroke of luck. If I had more XP, I'd be definitely taking them, but one copy of True Survivor for my live and learn, and hopefully we can keep our hand filled with delicious, innate goodies. I start at the shores of Harley, which is three shroud and two clues. Along the shore, the cloud waves break, the twin suns sink behind the lake, the shadows lengthen in Carcosa. And because we got four tally marks of chasing the stranger, only four, we placed two doom on agenda one, so we're already on two doom. I'm terrified. I'll level with you. This is going to be nuts. I have no idea how to do this really. And unlike Lost in Time and Space where I have a strategy, this one I sort of don't. Oh, and because we've only got three doom and conviction total, we're on agenda 2A, no, act 2A version one which is the pretty rare version so we'll see how we get on with that opening hand five cards unexpected courage unexpected courage peter sylvester dark horse flashlight well the flashlight is great peter sylvester is great do i chuck the two courages in the dark horse and fish for x lebranche other things yeah i'm gonna do that chuck three resourceful thing that follows set aside resourceful stunning blow very odd now, these clues down here, the three shroud location, the likelihood of me getting it is pretty slim. Shores of Hali is connected to bleak plains, and while I'm there, I cannot play ally assets. What I'm inclined to do is play Flashlight and Peter and move on, and I could start then getting the clues up at Dim Streets, or even Palace of the King, or Ruins of Carcosa. Just generally head up into the middle where the clues are easier, and hopefully just we can come back to these clues if needs be. So, that's what I'm going to do. Spend all five, three charges on the flashlight, Sylvester and flashlight down, and move to bleak plains. On every side of me stretched a bleak and desolate expanse of plain, covered with a tall overgrowth of sear grass, which rustled and whistled in the autumn wind. That's four shroud and one clue, and I can't play ally assets while I'm there. Upkeep, I draw perception, that's nice, and I get a resource, and we go to three doom, and I'm frozen in fear. Ugh. That's going to be nasty to get rid of. I'm tempted to keep pushing on with my plan. Double action and move into dim streets. And then last action, investigate with the flashlight, which would make me a two on zero and hopefully clear it. So yeah, let's do that. Double action, move, investigate. Cultist, reveal another token. Minus one, pass. Testing for frozen in fear. I'm a three on three with nothing I can commit. Come on, Peter. Minus three. Big fail. Upkeep. 
draw a second perception. Who shuffled this deck anyway? Go to two resources, and we're at four doom of seven. And I draw a creature out of deem. Five fight, four health, two evade, and amazing art. It spawns in the depths of deem. It's massive. And when creature out of deem's location or a connecting location is flipped over, if creature out of deem is ready, it attacks each investigator at that location. Ugh. Got nothing really to kill that guy with. I could double action move into the Palace of the King. I'm tempted actually to draw some cards, because if I can get Madame Lebranche, this is a great time to play her. And if I could get some willpower icons, I could clear Frozen in Fear. So first action I'm going to draw. It's a quick thinking. Second action I'm going to draw. It's Nautical Prowess. And third action I'll draw. It's Dark Horse. Now I have to try and clear Frozen in Fear. I'll commit Nautical Prowess to make me a five on three. And I think I'll chuck Dark Horse. Because if I pull Nautical Prowess back, I'll have eight cards in hand and I'll end up chucking something. So I may as well chuck this. Six on three. Minus one. Okay, I don't need to add the wild icons. And with the Dark Horse committed, I'm actually going to pass. So Nautical Prowess will draw me a card. It's a Fire Axe. And I'll pull Nautical Prowess back. Dark Horse goes. Frozen in Fear goes. Upkeep. I get a resource. And I draw Unexpected Courage. Okay, so hand is Nautical Prowess, Fire Axe, Stunning Blow, Resourceful Perception, Resourceful Perception, Quick Thinking, Unexpected Courage. I think I tossed Stunning Blow. It's the least flexible of all of the cards in my hand. It does open up some nice plays, but Quick Thinking does that as well. That's the end of my turn. Five Doom. My encounter card is Dismal Curse. It's Curse and Territrated. Revelation, test willpower three. If you have no remaining sanity, this gets plus two difficulty. If you fail, take two damage. What tests will I be doing this turn? I will hopefully be playing a fire axe, moving to the palace of the king and investigating. So I will commit nautical prowess to this. Five on three. Zero. I'll pull nautical prowess back to hand. And I still pass. You. First action, play Fire Axe for one. Second action, move to the palace. Third action, investigate. Do I want to commit any of these many icons? Could commit a resourceful to get back Dark Horse. And next turn, I could look to play Dark Horse. But I don't think so. I think I just stick as is. I'm on seven cards in hand. I don't need any more cards. Two on zero. Minus one. Pass. And I've got two clues, so I have to spend them. His final bow? A shadow creeps along the wall beside you, and your heart leaps into your throat. You turn and a figure flits away just out of sight. Either your mind is playing tricks on you or someone else is in the theatre. You follow the direction of the shadow rounding a nearby corner. At the far end of the hall he stands awaiting you. The man who wears the pallid mask. The stranger whose steps you have haunted for so many weeks. You remember that you've been here before. The theatre dissolves around you. The bright glare of two suns pierce into your eyes from above. Do you remember now? he asks. He turns and vanishes into the ether, as if taunting you to follow. Spawn the set-aside the man in the pallid mask enemy at the palace of the king. Act 2A. Search for the stranger. Version 1. It is finally time to confront the stranger and learn the truth about his identity, once and for all. Each investigator cannot discover clues. The man in the pallid mask cannot be defeated. 
While the lead investigator is at the man in the pallid mask's location, he or she may spend a triple action to advance. Upkeep. It's a lucky. So my hand is <laughs> one event, lucky, and then a courage, two perceptions, two resourcefuls, nautical prowess, quick thinking. So mega. And I'm up three resources. We go to six doom, and my encounter card is whispers in my head, doubt. I cannot play events. Goes into my hand. Well, we've lucked out into a card I don't need to resolve immediately. So why don't I just do this triple action when we advance? Let's do it. The card flips, and it's not a scenario card on the back. It's an asset, a zero-cost asset. The Pallid Mask Chasing Tales. Revelation put the Pallid Mask into play under the lead investigator's tr control. Remove the man in the Pallid Mask from the game. Spawn the set-aside Haster, the Tattered King, enemy at the Palace of the King. Pallid Mask cannot leave play. You get minus two sanity. The Tattered King is there at the Palace of the King, which means he engages me. My sanity is now three, and I've already taken two horror because of the setup. That's the end of my turn. <laughs> I'm going to have to lose a card. The Tattered King, three fight, eight health, and two evade. Preys on the most remaining sanity. It's a hunter. If Hasta's damage deals you horror in excess of your sanity, you take a damage as well. And while Hasta's being attacked or evaded by an investigator with no remaining sanity, treat each Elder Sign plus one, zero, or minus one token that investigator reveals as an auto-fail token. And I then take four sanity from the Tattered King's attack, which means I put two on Peter and two on me. I'm now one over my sanity threshold. And I take a damage as well as a result. Upkeep, I draw True Survivor. And I have one card over, so I will discard one resourceful. We advance. Key to the... Huh? Turning a corner, you nearly bump into a nurse with light brown hair and sharp features. You tell her about the violent patients and the strange things you've seen, but she doesn't listen. When you inquire about Daniel, she informs you that he's a friend of the king and that he resides in the palace. The investigators must decide, choose one. Any investigator tests willpower 4 to snap out of it. Any investigator tests intellect 4 to remember that you've done this before. Or this can't be real, this can't be real, this can't be real. We each take 2 horror. Or we faint and awaken sometime later, placing a doom. Well, I think the intellect is the way to go. And what I'm going to do is commit an unexpected courage, which makes me a 4 on 4. A perception six on four, a nautical prowess, eight on four, and a quick thinking, nine on four. Skull, I have no sanity remaining, so that's a minus four. I'll use nautical prowess to draw a card. It's take heart. Do I want to pull anything back? I was a nine on four, if I pull Nautical Prowess back, I'll be a 7 on 4 and I'll fail and I can't play events because of this whispers in my head doubt. Do I just pull back the quick thinking? Yes. And pass that way. Agenda 2A. Madness drowns. I thought too of the King in Yellow, wrapped in the fantastic colours of his tattered mantle and that bittered cry of Casilda. Not upon us, O King. Not upon us. Hasta gets plus one fight and cannot be defeated. And if there's at least five damage on Haster, advance this agenda. My encounter card is the final act. Surge, if you have no remaining sanity, place two doom on the current agenda. Well, done. And that surges into winged one that spawns at the bleak plains. Ugh. 
We've got all of the big uns. My plan would be to try and evade Hester. It's going to be tough because I'm pretty low on... Well, it's basically a bunch of autofails in the bag. I'm a five on two. I'll commit take heart to it. Five on two. Minus four, fail. I'll leave take heart. So I get a guts, a eureka, and two resources. Do I just start chopping? At some point, we're going to run into a serious situation. <laughs> I need to get away from Hasta and start getting clues. But if I get clues, winged one and creature out of deem land on me. So maybe I try and evade and move to ruins. And next turn, I move on winged one, try and kill winged one. Yeah. So last uh, second action, try to evade. I'm a five on two. I'll commit Eureka to be a six on two. Minus one, that's an auto fail. And last action, I'll try and get evade again. Five on two. I mean, I think there's one plus one, two zeros, three minus ones, and an elder sign. So that's six, seven. So there's eight auto fails in the bag. Minus four, fail by one. Can't play lucky because I can't play events because of this doubt. Was that the major misplay? Should have just cleared that. <laughs> Maybe. Damn. Peter Sylvester heals a horror. And then I take four horror, one of which goes on Peter, three on me, and I take a damage. Upkeep, I draw a flashlight, and I get a resource. We go to three doom. My encounter card is a fanatic, uh, which spawns a revealed location with the most clues. I'll put it down at the shores here, and it steals that clue. So the sweet spot is, if I'm four up, and I draw minus twos, skulls, cultists, yeah, that four up is a good place to be. So I'll commit this quick thinking to try and evade four up. Cultist, reveal another. Come on. Minus one, auto fail, which means I take a horror. <laughs> uh, don't want to sound defeatist, but I'm now on eight horror out of three. <laughs> and I'm really nervous. I'll try and evade again with resourceful committed. Minus three. That makes me a pass by one. Pretty sure it's pass by one. Five with Peter, six with resourceful. It's three on two. That's not an auto fail. Hasta is evaded. The resourceful will get me. Maybe I take a stunning blow as a useful way of evading. Or do I take Dark Horse and then play that next? Got the resources for it. Yeah, I'll take Dark Horse. And last action, I move to Ruins of Carcosa. <sighs> Upkeep. I draw a second copy of Dark Horse. Yay! I go up to eight resources. Has to readies. So my hand is Dark Horse, Fla Dark Horse, and Flashlight. Whispers in my head, Doubt, True Survivor, and Lucky. Guts and Perception, and another Dark Horse. We go to four of seven Doom, and I draw Agent of the King. Yes, just to keep this being an absolute hellscape. So I have Creature out of Demi above me. Hasta to the left of me, winged one below me, agent of the king on me. I can't chop up the agent of the king because I have eight resources. So I think the plan is evade, move away so that Hasta doesn't on me, and then try and evade again. Big ask. Five on two evading. Minus one, 
minus one evaded got to move so i move up to where creature out of dame is and here is where i can't play fast cards and or do i just accept i'm taking a hit from it yes before i move up i'll play dark horse for three and then i'll move up the end of my round peter heals a horror has to hunts to where the agent of the king is enemy phase i get hit for a horror and a damage i'm on three damage upkeep i draw take heart I'm on five resources. I don't think I'll take any more resources. No, I will. I'll take one. I'll go to six. Because I've got Flashlight, Dark Horse, Lucky, True Survivor in hand. I've got enough that I could be doing. And we hit five Doom. And my encounter card is Realm of Madness. Discard cards from play and or from your hand with a total printed resource cost of at least X, where X is the amount of horror on your investigator. If no cards are discarded by this effect, take two horror. Well, I'm on eight horror. So I could discard... Dark Horse for three. The Flashlight in play that has one charge on it for another two. That's five. And maybe I just chuck the other Dark Horse to make it eight. Let's do that. Because I think I'll keep True Survivor and Lucky and Flashlight. Now what? Try and kill the creature out of Daemy? It's very hard to do when I have so many resources. I think I just move away from it to Dark Spires, taking another hit. Damage, horror, nine. And then I clear Whispers in my head doubt for two actions. Haster and the Agent of the King hunt up to where the creature is. Upkeep, I draw Madame Lebranche. I will have to take another resource. And we go to six Doom. My encounter card is the Yellow Sign. Test Willpower 4. If you fail, take two Horror and search your deck for a Madness Weakness. Well, I'll commit this perception, uh, this Guts to be a 5 on 4. This is a lot of enemies around, isn't it? And that was a tentacle. Two horror, one on Peter, one on me, I'm on 10. I mean, now it's just a matter of when I draw one that eliminates me. Do I want to save the guts? Yeah, I'll pull the guts back and I need to search. (laughs) Doesn't matter because my madness weakness is going to be amnesia, right? Oh, I could draw Lost Soul. I'll take Lost Soul. (laughs) And I then have to test intellect two versus willpower three yeah so we've got three enemies at the next location we've got the winged one and a fanatic way down at the bottom i'm on seven resources i've got a full hand but i just can't handle that many enemies that quickly a survival instinct now could be super clutch so i'm a two on three with this test i'll commit the guts again oh no it's intellect i'll commit the perception four on three Minus one. I draw a card. It's the thing that follows. That spawns all the way at the other end of the map. Hmm. What does one do? One just gets smashed. What about if I were to play True Survivor now? I could get back a resourceful nautical prowess and an unexpected courage. I could then play a flashlight and I could try and get one clue here and try and flip Dark Spires. Next then I'd have Haster and the Age of the King on me. What would I do then? Just chop hundreds of times. I feel a little bit uh, embarrassed. Well, not embarrassed. I feel a little bit like I've maybe charged in without too much thought. And you can see the result that there's probably a couple of things I've missed. Maybe clearing whispers in my head doubt before embracing the mask would have meant I had something to get away from Hasta. But yeah. So what do I do with my three actions? What, What sets me up in the best stead for dealing with Agent of the King and Hasta? I think True Survivor, Flashlight Branche probably does. 
So I spend three, play True Survivor, return up to three innate skill cards. So I'll take a Resourceful, a Nautical Prowess, and an Unexpected Courage. And then I spend for my next two actions, two for a Flashlight, because I will at some point need to get clues, and two for Madame Labranche, because I can use her immediately to tap for a resource. And it's because if I draw Amnesia, at least I've got those down. Enemy phase. Hasta and the agent hunt on me. Peter has healed a horror, so he takes a horror. And I need to take another damage and a horror for the agent, which will go on Madame Lebranche. And then I take four horror and a damage from Hasta, putting me at a cool 14. Upkeep. I get a quick thinking. And I will take a resource to two. And we advance. Seven Doom. The final guest. Ah, if it isn't our final guest, the doorman announces. Mr. Veen, your presence here has been long awaited. The creature slithers up the side of the palace. You swear you've seen the symbol on her ambulance before. Wait, that can't be right. Well, now the real party can begin, it roars. Spawn the set-aside beast of Aldebaran enemy at the palace of the king. Shuffle the encounter discard pile into the encounter deck. Agenda 3A. Madness dies. I cannot forget Carcosa, where black stars hang in the heavens, where the shadows of men's thoughts lengthen in the afternoons, when the twin suns sink into the lake of Harley, and my mind will bear forever the memory of the pallid mask. Hasta gets plus two fight, and he cannot be defeated unless you know the secret. While I shuffle the encounter deck, oh, a thing that follows would have hunted up as well. Have I forgotten the thing that follows twice? No, I think I so at any minute, if I draw the wrong card, I'm eliminated because I've got over twice my sanity. If I start fighting now, I could swing at the Agent of the King for two damage, swing at the Agent of the King for two damage, and try and evade Hester. And that would be my turn. And then next turn, I'd have to try and evade Hester, get two clues. Or I sort of start sprinting all the way back to the Palace of the King, get the last two clues past the Beast of Aldebaran, <laughs> who's a five evade, and... Then I would know the secret to defeat Hasta, but I would still be eight damage short of killing him. Enemies in play one, two, three, four, five, six, seven in a seven location map. <laughs> Swarmed! Well, I had three really good scenarios with Silas, so I shouldn't be too surprised. And this scenario can just kick you in the nuts pretty hard. Felt like I was making the right call to head to the middle, but maybe I wasn't. Um, I'm sure there'll be someone who'll point out something they've done wrong. Yeah, who can say? Okay, my encounter card is Rotting Remains. Won't commit. Do not care. Three on three. Auto fail. That is why you don't commit to Rotting Remains. Another three horror. What's another three horror among friends? Just a cool 17 horror over here. The killing of the agent begins. I'll commit two resources to make me an 8 on 4, a quick thinking makes me a 9 on 4, and a resourceful makes me a 10 on 4. Cultist into auto-fail! Well, I'm pulling the quick thinking back for sure. No retaliate here, so that's alright. I'll tap Madame Lebranche for resource and I'll go again. And I'll commit the quick thinking again. So I'm a four, five, six. 
seven with quick thinking, eight, nine with unexpected courage. The auto fail, just like, you know that I'm just done now. Skull, minus four. I was four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So I don't get the extra action, but I do, do do two damage. And can I at least kill it? I can try to. I've got a Guts, a Lucky, a Nautical Prowess, and a Take Heart in hand. Committing Nautical Prowess for a plus three seems so bad. But let's do it. Got no way of getting resources. Four, five on four. Minus three. That's a minus. So if I add two wilds to Nautical Prowess... That is the agent of the king dead. Suck it, Hasta. Your agent is gone. Yay. Peter heals a horror, and then I take four horror and a damage. So Peter is just permanently on two horror now, basically. Upkeep, I draw survival instinct, and I get a resource. There's so much horror now on Silas that I can't even actually see anything on Silas's card. Five single horrors. Five triple horrors. <laughs> Uh, I've got my resource. Cards in hand. Take heart, survival instinct, guts, and lucky. We go to one of nine doom, and I draw a spawn of Harley. Just, you know, it's important to keep the enemies high. Okay, this is actually good. Be chill, Frank. I commit survival instinct on the spawn of Harley evade, which makes me four up, which gets me away from the Hester as well, and I kind of run away slightly that way. So I'm going to try that. So I'll commit survival instinct. Six on two. Minus three. I've not succeeded by two or less, so I take a horror. I get to disengage from Hasta and evade Spawn of Harley and move to Depths of Dame. I'll just move straight through, taking another damage and a horror. I'm up to seven damage and infinity horror. And then I will flip Dim Streets because there's no clue here. The King's Parade. You turn a corner and before you lies a wide, grand street. A great parade marches by in honour of the king. Oh no, oh, I have flipped it. Damn it. The winged one has engaged me. And I get hit by the creature I deem. I've just That was a moment of madness, if ever I've seen one. Sorry. You turn a corner and before you lies a wide grand street. A great parade marches by in honour of the king. Banners of tattered yellow cloth sway in the wind. Then it strikes you. You remember the scene from the play. You rack your mind trying to remember what's supposed to happen next. The parade is interrupted and the entourage is attacked. Test combat two. If you succeed, exhaust Hester and disengage him from all investigators. Four on two. Minus three, fail. But I think using a lucky to guarantee this is okay, because then he spends a while up there, so I'm spending for the lucky. Uh, remove this card from the game and replace it with another set-aside copy of Dim Streets. Move all investigators, enemies, and attachments to the new copy of Dim Streets. Add clues to that copy of Dim Streets until it has clues on it equal to its clue value. So I did evade, move, move, flip, and I now take three damage and a horror from the winged one, and I'm already on eight damage. So even if I put one damage on Madame Lebranche, one damage on Peter, and one damage on me, I'm gone. And there ends Silas's Carcosan journey. That was a little moment of madness, sprinting in and flipping that. I'd sort of just forgotten about the winged one. I was so glad to be away. I'm on 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23 horror. It had just spiraled so far out of control. I'd taken, I think, four hits from Hasta. 
that I mean fitting mad end right you've got to be a little bit mad when you play the game so yeah thanks for listening I'm due to record Carolyn as a prize scenario Carolyn versus Unspeakable Oath I should probably think about a Forgotten Age playthrough character and I'd love to hear your suggestions for that uh, sorry if this is a bit of an anticlimax, but it's been, you know, a bit of an odd Survivors versus Carcosa playthrough. I don't mind too much. Not my finest hour. But, you know, sometimes you have bad runs, don't you? Sometimes you get unlucky. I also think I should play Return to Night of the Zealot at some point, And maybe I should play Lola versus the Labyrinth. I'm not sure about that. So, yeah. So if you have any suggestions of things you think I should play, you can send us an email, drawn to the flame podcast at gmail.com. Send me a tweet. Send me... Uh, a message on Facebook or just come and comment on Facebook. We always really appreciate all the suggestions. It's nice to hear what, you know, what people haven't played yet, what they'd like to hear played, things like that. So yeah, thanks very much for listening. Bye. swimming in calmness. This is episode 417 of Sea Laxation with me, Silas Nash, the internet's only maritime guided meditation podcast, offering you a moment of respite on a troubled sea of inevitability. This week, we're throwing ourselves overboard and letting the current take us. Let yourself sink into the abyss. You are feeling cold. So cold that you're not sure if you can feel it anymore. Feel that you cannot feel the cold. Understand that you cannot understand. You are drowning in calmness. Drowning. You cannot resist the tide. You're not even certain what resistance is. You're not even certain what anything is. Embrace your fate in the watery depths. Breathe in. 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 Breathe in.